The following is brought to you in part by MFC Studios. The views of the show's host and guests do not necessarily reflect those of the management, owners, or staff of this radio station. And now, it came from the radio. We are here live on tape at Hofstra, the Joseph Shapiro Family Hall building in front of a live studio audience for our 23rd, I believe. The 23rd live show. Let's hear it from the live studio yeah. audience. Yeah. I am here with a special guest co-host from Bitten Apple TV. I have Rafael Tavares. It's right. me, Rit yeah. Rit Ralph, talking to you. Here you go, Rafael. <laughs> And yeah, we have well. our special guest who we're going to be talking to, with, and about, which is awesome because he's here. We have Patrick Madden, uh, head uh, CEO. What, what's your title? Director, event coordinator, event director and president. Let's go with Director that. and president of the Tropic Con. Wow. Aloha, um, ladies and gentlemen. So All right. we'll be talking yes. to him in just a few minutes. First, we have to take it away with the news. The news is brought to you in part by the fine folks of the Big Apple Con, in which we are the official radio show of, celebrating over 22 years of comic book stuff and pop culture-ness. For more information, go to www.bigapplecc.com. Uh, the next show will be on December 14th. It will be the Big Apple Christmas Con. Uh, the headliner has not yet been announced, but it will be in a new location. It will be at the New Yorker Hotel. So they've moved locations from the uh, Penn Pavilion to the New York Hotel, and it will be on December 14th. And I also want to give a shout-out to our Patreons, of which there are Danny Grillo, award-winning director Jared Burrell, Two Sententara, Millie Portes, Kyle Horn, Dresden Media, Unjikun, and Bree Nicholas. Uh, if you want to get a shout-out, go to uh, www.patreon.com and look up It Came From The Radio in the search bar, and just for a measly dollar, you can get your own page, uh, Patreon shout-out at the beginning of each show. So let's take it away with the news. Uh, sad news. Let's see. Do, 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 do. There we go. Actor, I, don't know, I can't even pronounce his name, actor Cameron Boyce uh, has died recently due to an ongoing medical condition. Uh, Cameron appeared in such films as Mirrors, Grown Ups, and his sequel, Judy Moody, and The Not Bummer Summer, just to name a few. On the small screen, Cameron appeared in such shows as General Hospital, Night Shift, Good Luck Charlie, Jake, and the Neverland Pirates, and The Gamer's Guide to pretty much everything. Of course, Cameron is most known, most famous for his roles of Carlos on the show Descendants, and Luke on the series Jesse. Uh, the press release says, <clears throat> It is with a profoundly heavy heart that we report that this morning we lost Cameron. He passed away in his sleep due to a seizure, which was a result of an ongoing medical condition for which he was being treated. The world is now undoubtedly without one of its brightest lights, but his spirit will live on through the kindness and compassion of all those who knew and love him. We are utterly heartbroken and ask for privacy during his immensely difficult time as we grieve the loss of our precious son and brother. He was a spry 20 years old. That is just sad. Uh, you were a fan of uh, Cameron? Did you know who he was beforehand? My sisters have watched Descendants on repeat many, many times, but uh, yeah, it's real sad. 
Raphael, you yeah, I, li I like the kid. He, he was really nice. I watched Jesse for a bunch of years, and he was. Oh, I liked his little troublemaker on there. Yeah. And I see, I've seen. I think I saw the first Descendant movie, and he looked pretty good in it. And um, he was a uh, one of those kind of kids who actually wanted to m improve, make the world better. So it's kind of sad to see him go, especially so young. Yeah, twenty years old. That's a. Uh... That's, that's rough. 20 yeah, years is, is, is the, one of the worst I things. I feel sorry for the family because, you know... It, yeah, losing a child. That's, that's just wow. one of the worst yeah, things to have. Um, so moving along to happier news. From the Everybody Gets to Pay Cover Price Department, Image Comics and Skybound Entertainment has confirmed a second printing of the final issue of the Walking Dead comic, issue 193, which has sold out everywhere, giving it a chance for those who have missed it to get their hands on a copy. For those of you who do not know, uh, the comics were ordered three months ahead of its release, and since the finale was being kept a secret until the day before it hit the sands, comic book retailers didn't order enough copies to handle the high on demand once word got out. So are you a Walking Dead comic fan? I am, and I'm still annoyed about this. <laughs> that, that you didn't know? It was gonna, it was I always stop? pick it up, like, later, you know? I was oh. in the compendiums, and I was like, the day of, when they announced it, it was like Tuesday night before the issue dropped on Wednesday, I called my local shop, and he's just like, yeah, you're like 30 seconds too late. I just gave everything away, and I was livid. See, so... This is you, Alan, at the comic book depot, and calling you out. <laughs> See, nah. so now you can get your own copy for cover price instead of paying an exorbitant second market value for the comic. Unless you're really into those big sticklers for first oh, printing am. and second I'm gonna printing. I'm going to hunt for it at San Diego next oh, year, okay. next week, actually. So. Well, technically, you might have it at your own convention. I might, but I'm going to be too busy working to <laughs> shop. Raphael, you are you, uh, I'm not a big fan, fan, but uh, I heard all the controversy and the fact that um, they can't, they, they made it look like they were going to continue the series. Yeah. And they canceled to the two issues afterwards. They announced it ahead of like, time. Yeah. The? <laughs> like, I saw that. They even have covers like, exactly. drawn up for yeah, the next couple issues. Yeah. They covers like, the issues. I lied. Hey, uh, we, we talked about what he said and why he did it, and I think that was like the best reasoning oh, ever the best because reasoning, he yeah. likes to keep things fresh and surprising. Mm -hmm. So that way, nobody knows what's coming. And that's where it makes you appreciate what he did more, because you just don't know what's going to happen, For which sure. makes a really good show. Like, how many times do you say, I never saw that coming, it was completely blindsided that's true. of what happens? Two and issues prior. <laughs> yeah, no. Two issues prior when they... Uh, uh, spoilers. And you know what? Never mind. I'm not going to bother. <laughs> when they... When they... Just, when they... The, you know, <laughs> yeah. howdy. Um... Yeah. So, like, how about that? I just I caught like this is gonna this can't go on for much longer and then bam it, it did. I agree with you though because I feel like uh, I really um, when I heard what he said I was like okay this makes sense as a writer it makes sense right you're letting the story tell uh, um, tell you what's going on how it's ending when it's happening and I feel like that that's the the flow the way it's gonna happen mm -hmm. and I'm happy that he's ending it like that then what he said was like wait till the book is like falling apart and right. It's funny, um, if you go on YouTube, as I tend to do, you can do a little Google search and you can find an old interview from about two, three years ago of uh, Kirkman saying that he was probably thinking maybe the series will end in about two or three years. I'm like, huh, how about that? He, he, he had it all planned out, but people weren't paying attention no. to the little seeds. We're going to get five to ten more years of Walking Dead spin-off TV shows. Exactly. So stay tuned to AMC. Because that was one of the things that, that people were complaining about, was like, there really is no ending to this. Mm -hmm. they're, they're just going to keep on going. There's no, they're going to get cured or they're not. That's, oh, yeah. So I thought it was pretty cool that they did that. Uh, moving on to the uh, Let's Make a Video Game Prequel Department. Interesting. 
Director Dan Trachenberger announced that his latest film, Uncharted, which is based off of the video game of the same name, mm-hmm. will be a prequel as opposed to the adaptation that most other video games movies are made. Uh, Dan says, I have been approached with different versions of this tale, and I have always been not that interested in it because I didn't really, really want to trace the game. I didn't feel like it was all worthy of making a video game adaptation. If we're just going to copy that game, it is just to serve people a lesser experience of what they've already experienced in a credible way. So that's actually an interesting uh, take on, on the video game uh, situation. Because if you play the game, you're more immense in the story than somebody who's making a two-hour movie right. of sure. a game which you spend 50, 60, 70 hours playing. For sure. So that might be why video game movies mostly do not do well. Detective Pikachu is fine. Yeah. <laughs> but did you really play Detective Pikachu? Exactly. It didn't exist. <laughs> so let me get, let me get, I want to get this straight, though. Yes. Is this a way to get make sure that you don't get Nathan Fillion? Because I still think Nathan Fillion is the best Tom person Holland, for that Tom role. Holland is going to be... Uh, Tom really? It's going to be young. It's going to be Nathan. young characters. So uh, I want to see Nathan Fillion. Maybe in the sequel, <laughs> they'll have Nathan. But right now, Tom Holland... Making that Disney Spider-Man money is going to be making that video game money. And by them kind of removing it and still making the game exist, by making this a prequel, I think it's a good idea on paper. Anyway, whether it's good or not, it's a whole other story. I think it's really smart. Uncharted 2 is my favorite video game of all time, and I've been dreading them doing this movie for the years it's been stuck in development hell. And I'm happy that they're going the prequel route, because now I won't be, you know, livid when they mess it up. So, do you think it will affect... Your game, yeah. enjoy it anyway. Not at all. That's why if it's a prequel, even if they set it in the canon, I think it's great. It's, it'll tell a different story than exactly. instead of uh, you know remaking a game that you know one game of the year and you know butchering it. I think it's a good addition. They'll do a good job with it. And Tom Holland's adorable. He'll be great. Did you play uh, uh, the Undead uh, Walking Dead game? The, the Telltale Oh, yeah. Game. I've played every time. And that was in, actually incorporated into yeah. the series. The show and the comic, they've tied it into. It's canon now, so it's good. So if it was not, would that have affected your enjoyment of the game? If it was terrible? So it all boils down to if it's a good story if or it's not. A, yeah, if they're doing the characters justice and it's an enjoyable experience, I don't see why it can't be involved. It's That's what it comes down to. What's that's why so many of the video game movies fail, is they're usually just... Not trying the best. to cash in on, on, yeah, the, on just, the property. Yeah, no, no real development, which is why I thought Detective Pikachu was good. And if they do Uncharted, right, it's a great universe. Nate's a great character. I'm sure they'll do fine with it. Um, Uncharted uh, stars Tom Holland and is set to be released in December 18 of 2020. So we still got a while for that. Moving on from the yay, we're not a complete failure department. Fox's final foray into the X-Men universe, Dark Phoenix, has reached a financial milestone of sorts by finally pulling in $64 million in a domestic box office. The significance of this is that way back in 2013, Fox's The Wolverine opened with a box office of $61 million. So this film finally made more than the second lowest opening film of the entire franchise. <laughs> wow. um, of course, this means that the film is still the lowest grossing X-Men film uh, because of what it took four weeks to do, The Wolverine did in three days. Did you see uh, Dark Phoenix? Yeah, I intentionally did not. I love the X-Men too much to you do see that, that myself. Did you see Dark Phoenix? No, I did not see Dark Phoenix. The audience, did you see Dark Phoenix? Uh, no. No? Uh, no. Look, see, look at that. So it's all you guys' fault. <laughs> I saw it for free. Come on, come on. So, if they want to do a Dark Phoenix story, 
They would have done a Jean Grey and Cyclops story instead of, hey, look, it's about all the other characters instead of Jean Grey and Cyclops. It's, we did a whole show about <laughs> this movie, and it's just, it was just there, just whatever, but it was not the ending to the franchise, which you would expect. It should have ended with Days of Future Past or with Logan. I think that was the way to end it. I think it should have just ended with Logan. Logan. Yeah. It's perfect. But, and it's such a downer, though. Like perfect ending. They all died. Yeah, you don't want a happy ending. It was beautiful. <laughs> well, technically speaking, they were supposed to continue with X twenty seven. X twenty three. Yeah, they were supposed to give her own, her own. Um, yeah, that movie. ain't happening. That's not gonna happen now. <laughs> so that would have been the continuation, and it would have been a happier continuation because um, it would have been her and the, the new mutants or whatever you want to call them. And technically, there is still one speaking new mutants. There is still one the Fox film that still has yet to be released. It will never see the light of day. Disney will. Buried you that. don't think it's going to show up on a Disney no. streaming service? I think it's go a horror movie on the child-friendly <laughs> platform. Never see the light of day. I think they already spent the money on it. They might as well put it out. Fox spent the money on it. <laughs> Disney does not care anymore. They just that, spent billions of dollars acquiring them. So. That, well, that is true. Just to be fair, they are releasing... Um, what's that movie they're releasing um, from Fox Studio? The one that looks like Deadpool with the guy in the cab. It's Batista. Oh, Stuber. Uh, Stuber. Right, and that's um, Disney releasing an R-rated movie, which is like... <laughs> yeah, but it's Dave Bautista. He's making that Disney money. But nowhere on there do they have the castle at the beginning, you know? No, it's no. different than throwing that. It's like, it's Fox, yeah. oh, it's this like, R-rated movie is going to be thrown up on our child-friendly form. Yeah, it's like, exactly. It's like Touchstone. Yeah. yeah. That, that was See, why they, they made that's what Touchstone. They do. So they can to do these other movies. It, yeah, well, Disney itself... Says that they will not do R-rated movies. They'll do right. PG-13 movies. But they have... It's a conglomerate. They can do whatever they want. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're doing it, but they're not doing it. Exactly. Yeah. you got that kind of money to do yeah. something. Exactly. All right, speaking of Marvel Comics, uh, this, is my, this is my favorite news bit of... Uh, this last bit of item. From the you-can't-make-this-stuff-up, although technically someone did department, <laughs> Disney is teaming up with none other than Axe Body Spray, <laughs> announcing <laughs> The Freshman... A new team inspired by Axe Body Spray. What? <laughs> there is a trailer online of five new superheroes. Uh, there is no word on whether this will be a comic, an animated series, or what. What we do know, based on the trailer, is that they will be teaming up with the Avengers. So it's a legitimate thing set in the Marvel Universe of five new superheroes called the Fresh Men, based on Axe Body Spray. Because, as we know, going to conventions... <laughs> <laughs> Axe Body Spray is a good thing to use. Well, that's true. That is true. I'll give you that one. Marketing's one hell of a drug. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, you, you excited about the freshmen? <laughs> the freshmen. <laughs> I'm good. This, yeah, right? This reminds me of, this was when I was a kid. They had superheroes based on Crest. Yeah, I remember yeah, those. Yeah. So there was like a little anime, a little commercial mm -hmm. cartoon. Or the Burger King Kids Club. Yeah, yeah, same uh, thing. So now there is the freshmen who are going to fight, be fighting Claw. So they're fighting Claw. It's a real Marvel team oh, up no. for this. So are you even interested in, in, in checking this out? Uh, no, I'm, I'm good. Really? You don't even want to? No, you don't even want to know? I'm good. I'm going to just stay out of this one. 
this is funny because this sounds like something I would do for the written writ as a writer's prompt. You know, <laughs> what are we going to do? We're going to take Axe and we're going to make some superheroes out of Axe and we're going to call them the Freshmen. <laughs> and then the, 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 the audience would be like, hey, Rob, that sounds like a good idea. Right, That's right, for yeah, my writing they, show. They should be the French <laughs> people. Even fresh people. Yeah. Not, not, not French woman or ex fresh man. Fresh people. How many board? How many people in that boardroom had to go? Oh, this, this, this is a good idea. idea. And at no point, at no point, go. Uh, maybe no. This, you know, this, this is for me. This is what we want. This, this is something that 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 very argument came across when um, new shows came out. You know, the fall season for TV series, and some of them make it on air. And I'm sitting thinking. If this made it on air, what didn't make it? Like, how bad were these other shows? How bad were these other ideas that this made it? So, with that logic, how bad were the other ideas I can imagine. for the freshmen, who are freshmen in college, <laughs> by the way? Oh, no. How bad wow. is the, the other stuff? Mm-mm. That they, that they didn't make. If you give a million monkeys a million typewriters, eventually someone's going to write two and a half men until it gets canceled. <laughs> you know damn well somebody said that. You know what we're going to call them? The Axemen. Well, oh. that's, that's, the Axemen, that, that might be the problem. Then they'll be fighting the Axemen. So I think because they want to go with the Avengers, because that's the cool guys right exactly. now. Nobody cares about the Axemen anymore. They're the freshmen that teams up with Avengers. The Axemen Days of Future Body Odor. There you go. <laughs> now we got a story. Or Axemen versus the Avengers. Like that, the X-Men there you go. Axemen yeah. versus the Avengers. The Axemen the versus the Avengers. They need to do the Axemen versus the Avengers. I hope they don't do that. Supposedly there's a rumor I would yeah. that the Axemen versus the Avengers is what is going to happen. Yeah. I really feel like Blob is going to need the Axemen. <laughs> so like, I wonder, I wonder it, it just makes me wonder what is this going to be? Like, Comic-Con's coming out in a couple weeks, uh, probably afterward by the time this airs, but yeah, I'm like, already. to see them promote it at Comic-Con, and they'll be getting a free axe spray. Oh, I'll be first in line, man. <laughs> it's going to be a hoot. And you, you know can cosplay right. as a character by, by spraying yourself. Yeah. <laughs> I am the freshman Apollo. I just find that incredibly hilarious that it's, it's a thing now. It's a thing. An insider tip, actually, at San Diego Comic-Con, they put antiperspirant in the AC. That's what I hear. Yeah, that's, that's I a hear. thing. So it's all sponsored. It's all good. And everyone's going to smell like Mountain Mist or whatever that is. Because it does. It you does know, bring you back. What I heard recently, it was, it was, uh, they were talking about the fact that if you can afford going to Comic-Con, you can afford deodorant. And that's, well, but the thing is... If you can afford to go to Comic-Con, you can't afford to buy it you spend your money on Comic-Con tickets. Or, if you can afford to go to Comic-Con, then you can't afford the buy spray. But if you buy the buy spray, you don't have enough money to go to Comic-Con. Okay. That's, okay. that's, that's the thing. Two dollars, nothing much. Still, I'm just saying, it, it, it costs that much to go to a convention. At a certain point in time. If you're waiting Unless your convention, yeah. is your convention... Is your convention uh, Axe Body Spray Friendly that you can afford to buy both? If you come in and I can physically smell you from outside, you're not I'll allowed in. Oh, you're not going to give them some free Axe Body Spray and no. say, you're now an Axe Man and just spray you them? You are a fresh man. <laughs> you are a fresh man. People at Axe contact me for sponsorship deal. Otherwise, nothing. <laughs> oh, no. I don't know so, there's a tornado there's like, around the cradle of aviation. Like there's a tornado spray. with cradle of aviation. Yeah, and like you spray. You there. Oh, see? You can go around spraying people. That's, that's the thing. That's see. That's that's what they're doing. Nice. They're spraying Thor. They're spraying Fat Thor. That's what there they're gonna go. do. 
spraying fat Thor. <laughs> wow, that actually makes sense. That makes way too much sense. I mean, way too uh, much sense. So, so yeah, so that's it for the news. <laughs> yeah, take a break right now. Oh, wow. We'll be right back. Came from the radio. Hi, this is Mary Wilson of the Supremes, and you're listening to It Came From The Radio. Hi, you've heard my voice open and close the show. Now we want to hear your voice. If you have a business or product, you can record a commercial here. We offer 30 and 60 second spots. For more information, contact Mark at MFC underscore studios at hotmail.com. Hey guys, want to impress everyone at your next party? Shock them all with a custom cake. Anything goes. Classic wedding cakes to wild party themes. Follow my social media for weekly videos and photos. We're a Long Island-based cake shop. Custom Cakes by Christie Incorporated. K-R-I-S-T-Y. Call or text anytime. 631 631- 606-8166. Hi, this is Sue Lee from Face Off Season 2. You're listening to It Came From The Radio. Hello everyone, this is Envoy Comic Distributors, the independent distributor for independent minds. We represent some of the finest small press and self-publishers out there today. To learn more about us and our publishers, search for Envoy Comic Distributors on Facebook. And shop for us online at envoy.storeenvy.com. That's E-N-V-O-Y dot S-T-O-R-E-N-V-Y dot com. Have a great day. This is Quentin Flynn, a popular voice actor known for Axel, Tamon, uh, and Ryden from the Metal Gear series. And you're listening to It Came From The Radio. Stick around. Aloha! Do you like comics? Do you like toys? Do you like cosplay? Do you like collectibles? Well, surf on down to the Long Island Tropicon. Sunday, August 18th at the Melville Marriott. We're going to have over 85 vendors, artists, and panels galore. Bring your kids. Children under 10 are free. Tickets at the door are $15 or buy them early at litropicon.eventbrite.com for our cheap $10 pre-admission. Hey, it's Marissa Jade, your favorite mob wife, and you're listening to It Came From The Radio. Now, back to our show. Welcome back to the Came From the Radio for show, The Big Apple Con. It's your host, Mark Torres, speaking along with uh, Bitten Apple's written Rit Ralph. Yes, yeah, right. And our special yeah. guest, Patrick Madden of the Tropicon, in our live studio audience at Hostel in front of the live studio audience. All right. So, Patrick. Yes. We're gonna we're gonna go right to the gut. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna stick the knife in you right now. All right. Why another convention? That's always the question. Got to keep building them bigger. Got to keep building them better, and you got to provide a space for you know the local nerds to come and mingle. Yeah. And now the second question is why Tropic Con? I was informed there's no pool. There's no pool. Uh, every comic convention I've gone to for the last ten years, I've become known as that really really tall guy with a Hawaiian shirt on. So it's just marketing. It's branding. I've been really? subliminally messaging this to people for decades. Well, years. I'm bad at math. Uh, and they're like, oh, so, oh, the guy that's running Tropicon, it's got to be the giant guy with the Hawaiian shirt. It is. So it worked out. Huh. People, like, synonymous immediately knew it was me. Really? Yeah. Look at that. That's, that's, that's kind of... Got to keep it on brand. That's kind of cool. Yeah. So is there going to be any type of Tropic theme? Oh, yeah. You're coming in. You know, you go yeah, to a convention. Yeah, yeah, yeah. with a coconut on the... No, better. Better. <laughs> better than getting hit Everyone's getting laid. Um, you come into the con, you know, you get your badge and your lanyard. You're getting a Hawaiian lei instead. 
Ooh. Yeah. Right yeah. on. So, wait, wait, wait. wait. Well, Let, me Let me get this straight. Everybody no. that's coming I mean, into they this want con to. is getting laid. Everyone. Yeah. It's the one. I was. <laughs> the only con. <laughs> I had a, a very nice 80-year-old woman once uh, when I explained this convention to her. She's like, oh, it's the one place noids can get laid. And I was like, yes, that is in fact the truth. Wow. All right. <laughs> You gotta get the coconut bra, ladies. I mean, if they're willing to come, they come. I'm not gonna be, you know. Everyone's eating. We have men in coconut bras too. You, you know? can have it's men in coconut. It's 2019. Coconuts for everybody. <laughs> yeah. Everybody gets the coconuts. Everyone gets a coconut. <laughs> you get a but coconut. Nobody spray. You get a coconut. Yeah, nobody spray. You get a coconut. But Everyone gets. Spray. I'm not actually giving out coconuts. They're expensive this time. Of year. <laughs> uh, all right. So I'll be here all week. All right. So. Um, do you consider yourself, because it's a, it's a, it is something that we've been talking about, that there are tons of other conventions mm -hmm. in Long Island, do you consider yourself a friend, foe, or Switzerland to all the other conventions out there? Like, how do, how do you manage to fit in and have a copacetic uh, environment with all the other conventions that are out there? I'm a friend to all. You know, aloha means friends, family, hello, goodbye. It means, like, two of those things, actually. <laughs> um, but everyone's my ohana, you know? That's how we do it. Um... I've worked with many of the cons in the area for many years. Uh, I've been a part of the comic community for a very long time. I've been working at a comic book shop, uh, Uncle Bernie's. Uh, it's now the comic box. He moved his location for over 10 years. Um, I'm no longer there, you know, uh, but from middle school through college, the, uh, I've been a part of the community selling, reading, uh, going to cons. Uh, I go to San Diego, New York every year. We travel. It's a good time. And... Um, you know, the whole thing about it is you, you work together to provide a community that everybody feels welcome. Everyone feels like they can come out, you know, wear their cosplay, talk about the comics and the shows that they love, uh, come listen to some dope podcasts, and uh, buy great merch. And the trick to not fighting with other cons is realizing that it's a sense of community. You're not trying to beat out the other guy. You're just you're all trying to share the same plate. And it helps when you don't go on the same day or week and more month and just that's why I picked August, you know. A it's keeps with the tropical theming, everything it's all about branding people. And uh, there's December. nothing else. December was out. Not December's out, unless I can find like an indoor uh, beach. We'll we'll figure it out. Um, you, but, get, you can get sand shipped in. Yeah, I can. Or we could just all go south for the winter. And uh, That's the thing. do this from Key West or something. It'll be a hoot. That's all you gotta do is get everybody on the plane. Oh yeah, that's it. And take them down oh, there. Yeah. You do tell everybody who's already paying money to come into a comic convention that I gotta buy. They have to buy a thousand dollar plane ticket too. That's part of that's part of. It's all going Fiji. That's part of the fee right there. Yeah, on the plane. You take them to. Or, or you can give away free tickets for a trip um, to Fiji. Oh, yes. Oh, only Bruce Wayne or Iron Man were here to <laughs> help fund this. That'd be lovely. But yeah, that's, you gotta, like I said, you pick a time and place that isn't competing with the other guy. You all share the community and you all build each other up and make each other better. Yeah. And that's speaking of, 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 of money. It is a lot of money to, to run a convention. And it is a crazy thing to do. Like yeah, it's nuts. You have been behind the scenes of all the conventions, so you know many, exactly many years. exactly how it works. Exactly, and I, you still want to do it. I like to think that every little thing I've learned throughout the years behind the scenes has fully equipped me to be a fully functional human being in this regard. So besides Lay's, 
Um, no coconuts, no Axe body spray. What else? What else can you offer? We're gonna have 85 artists and vendors over the course of the venue. Uh, we're gonna be at the Melville Marriott, uh, Long Island, New York, right off of Route 110. Can't miss it. It's a lovely place. Um, gonna have panels running all day. Children's what kind of programming. Going on? Uh, right now, we've got a bunch of podcasts going. Some uh, thanks for inviting us. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you should have contacted me sooner. We booked oh. up in like a week. Ooh. We're we're everyone everyone knew immediately, and I got in requests. We booked up panels within like a week. Uh, we had like a hundred requests, where we just had to narrow it down to the eight that we picked. Um, we got a couple other stuff going. A good friend of mine, Rob, is running the panels for us. It's gonna be Shout a good time. Shout out to Rob. Yeah, shout out to Rob and uh, everybody else involved that's uh, helping us out. So, so you have panels, you have uh, cosplayers, you have celebrities. Any celebrities? Uh, no major celebrity guests this first year out. We're focusing on local talent. We want to, like I said, it's part of the community. All the local artists, all the local vendors, <clears throat> helping each other out, getting the word out, and you know, drumming up business for everybody. Next year, we're looking to keep expanding, and uh, we've got contacts to. Produce some, you know, bigger name comic people and maybe some celeb guests. We'll see. I told you before before we started recording. Jason Momoa, just get him to go swim around in the water. I'm that, sure. You know how many people would come to see just that, to see yeah. him swim around in the water? Only if he could give me a piggyback ride across the entire convention, I'd be. Game. I would see that. I would see. That'd be a hoot. I would like to see him. Oh yeah. Carrying you around. <laughs> his big. I think I'm. I'm a big guy. I'm you six get, five. You, I'm pretty sure he's like double that. You get him and uh. Um, and uh, uh, Jason, uh, uh, The Rock. Oh, yeah. There you go, the oh, two of them. Wow. That's a good partnership. That's oh, that would be, yeah, be a good time. Um, Maybe. One day show? It's a one day show this year, yes. How much tickets? 15 at the door, 10 online if you buy early. Um, we just had our 4th of July sale. We were selling tickets for 4 bucks. It was, a, we did gangbusters. We sold over half our tickets. So get them while you can uh, at. Litropicon.eventbrite.com. Um, what was it? The free parking? Free parking. It's a hotel, and also uh, there's a huge industrial complex right next door with a bunch of office buildings. So it's a Sunday. Tons of free parking. And food. What are we looking at for food? Because that's that's my. Oh, it's a hotel. Thing. We've got a buffet set up through the through the hotel. You can get whatever you want. There's a nice bar and a restaurant inside too. Nice. So gonna yeah, whatever you buffet? want. Not a free buffet. <laughs> <laughs> you know, if you're a vendor, yes, but uh, uh, you know, get pizza to your heart's content. But uh, everybody else, yeah. you know, right. I'm not your mama. I'm not feeding you. <laughs> Will there be food trucks outside? Uh, no, all stuff in the venue. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Rafael, you have a question for uh, Patrick? Um, I don't know. I just like the name Tropicon. When I was l looking at it, I was like, I feel so. And I like to wear Hawaiian shirts. It's all about branding. Exactly. You want to make people like it. Exactly. You just feel it. You know, I love Hawaiian shirts myself. Oh, yeah. So you know, I'm probably gonna wear my Hawaiian shirt to Tropicon and enjoy myself. Put a lime in the coconut. You know, the whole thing. Exactly. <laughs> wear your favorite beach-inspired cosplay. You Is know? that a discount for Hawaiian shirts? No. <laughs> <laughs> You wanted the you get on the Fourth of July sale. You're good. We're gonna have some some discounted tickets and some uh, auctions on our, our social media and stuff like that to give stuff away too. So, but you hear it's that. pretty good. Gonna give point. stuff away, so you need to look up the yeah. Tropicon. Check out our social media at Li Tropicon on Facebook, Instagram, and the Twitter. You just said Facebook. Fa Facebook, Instagram, <laughs> Facebook, Instagram, and the Twitter. That's Li Tropicon. 
a pop culture paradise. Oh, Again, it's all about the brand. Sounds good. Uh, yeah. Kids. Kids getting it for free? Kids under 10 are free. That is a huge get. Um, adults, you know, come, bring your, your kids, as many as you want. As long as they're under 10, we will check IDs, you know. Yeah, check the kids' IDs. Check the kids' IDs. <laughs> they're 10. Oh, they're paying. So what, why, or 11. why Why 10? Why why not 12? Why not 15? Why not 8? What, Teenagers what? get allowance. They get paid. <laughs> We're here. We have kids programming going through the Suffolk County Library System. They're going to be doing story time, arts and crafts, oh. things of like that. And we want you know all these kids to be able to come in and experience this. Or like, like I said, all about the community. And we're not going to have... We're not, you know, not going to build that community if we're excluding the children that are going to keep fueling this as we get older and eventually die. So we want all the young nerds to come out in droves, wear your cosplay, enter our cosplay contest. That's going to have a probably a cash prize. We're working out the details. Yeah, two dollars. Um, yeah, whole two dollars. <laughs> no, but um, it'll be a hoot, and uh, we're like I said, all about the community. So bring out your kids. If you're a, a nerd parent, bring out your nerdy kids, and we're gonna. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> gotta keep them in the community. Yeah. The ones that have friends. Yeah, yeah. If yeah, if you have kids, bring them. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> They're free, under t- ten and under. If you're over ten, you bring your allowance. Um, we want vendors to be happy too, so buy all the comics you can. Um, yeah. Are you gonna have like a separate vendor and artist section, or are they gonna be together? Uh, separate. You come inside. It's a very, very big venue. Our lobby is gonna be our entire artist alley. It's a huge, beautiful glass dome. It's like you're inside a botanical garden. You're gonna have the walls are lined with artists. There's a nice little mezzanine area where we got more artists and vendors lined up, yeah. and then we have the grand ballroom. It's gonna be lovely. Wall-to-wall vendors, all the comics and toys and collectibles you can grab at. So that's that's, uh, that's something I want. We we actually talked about before. When you have vendors coming to your event, mm-hmm. how do you decide which vendors? Because most of, a lot of them have the same thing. So do you have like a fight out? What, what's going to happen? Or what, what they have? It's all about. Uh, diversity in that sense. Everyone's got comics, but you want people with different types of comic collections. Yeah. This guy's really good with DC. This guy's really good with Marvel. This guy's good with Image, other indie books. Uh, this guy's got Star Wars toys, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, uh, Marvel figs, whatever, you know, everything. Yeah. So we've got a big diverse thing. It helps that I've been in the community yeah. for such a long time. I know a bunch of different shops, and they're all willing to help out and come out and be part of the show. So no fighting? No fight. Everyone, it's the whole thing, man. You come in... <laughs> Easy breezy, aloha attitude, nice relaxing, just great con. You're going to come out one day convention feeling like you've been on a week-long beach vacation. Yep. What time? Uh, 10 a.m. to 6 p.m. And what time's the, uh, the contest, the cosplay contest? Probably around 4, 4.30. We're still figuring out the deets. Are you making people uh, register or they just show up? And just show up, cosplay contest, yeah. We might have you register at the front desk, but that's about it. It's a piece of cake. So for future future uh, tropic cons, mm-hmm. will there be a pool? Because that, <laughs> that's the thing. When Maybe you, to me, I think of palm trees and pool. <laughs> well, we're only gonna keep expanding the show. Like I said, it's one day this year. We already have two uh, a weekend planned for next year, yeah. uh, and there's there's no end in sight. This is this show's gonna keep growing, keep getting bigger, and we're just gonna keep providing a great pop culture paradise for all of our fans and all of the local fandom communities. Will there be sand? 
No, it's a door. No, it's, it's, we're not going to load in trucks of sand. You know, I have an idea of Tropicon. You can have an idea all and you want. You're, you're killing this idea slowly but surely. It's about branding. It's not about actually having a beach there. Because that's what I want. Is I want to see a beach. I want to see... I want to see... Uh, a hot light because it's like a sun in there. Yeah. Oh, no, that's it's hot. It will be. Like I said, it's under a big glass dome. It's going to be... It's like you're outside. It's going to be beautiful. Yeah. Is it going to be humid? Oh, no. It's not going to be humid. I got the AC pump in. It'll be fine. So it's going to be cold inside. It'll be a perfect temperature. How do you like it? 72? I'll set the thermostat. You're good. Jesus. Oh, my God. What other stuff is going on? We got a... Uh, we also we just got sponsored by Wizards of the Coast. We're going to be doing Magic nice. the Gathering tournaments. Ooh, it's going to be a good time. Yeah, Coast, we're going to have a uh, ten dollar drafts running the entire day. So you, you come. still play Magic? I magic play Magic play? every week. So are you going to be in there? Uh, no, I'm going to be busy working. <laughs> but uh, uh, Magic the Gathering has that new release that just released, right? Uh, yeah, M20 pre-release was just this past weekend. The right. new set drops. What's today? Wednesday? Tomorrow? Uh, Friday? So we're going to be doing M20 drafts uh, all day. Morning till night, eight-man pods. So uh, if you have magic cards already, come down, play some commander, some you know casual stuff, and, and draft to your heart's content. We also have convention-exclusive promos we're giving away uh, for send, signing up and entering the tournaments. So I know Wizards of the Coast was doing that whole um, free set type of thing. Are they going to try to do the same thing with you guys? Uh, no, we're just getting the promos and stuff like that. All right. It'll be... Some zombie lord from the last set, but okay. that's nice. Well, that's still something. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> a, full, a full art zombie foil card, like, just for signing up. Ooh. $10 drafts. Exactly. Good. Sounds that's, good. Yeah. So is there anything... We're giving away money, basically. Come, <laughs> come play Magic at our show. Is there anything that you wanted to have for this convention that you did not have? Ooh. Not really. Everything we've set out to get this first year, we got... We're, we, we've been working really hard, really diligently, me and my team, to produce the best con we possibly can. And honestly, I've, I'm very proud of what we've put together. And I'm sure you're all going to love it. So come on out. Check out our social media. I'm just going to keep pushing it. And then next year, you're going to come. You're going to be like, wow, this was great. I can't wait to come again and again and again and again and again. So what happens when you get laid? Oh, you're going to get... Well, you come in, you, you pay for your ticket. If you haven't already, you check in. I'm not falling into this trap. PC police. What are you talking about? You know, you're going to be given your nice Hawaiian lay of, with, with lovely flowers will be placed around your neck, and then you come into the convention and have a blast. Will you have separate lines for people to get separate lays? <laughs> it's just the one. It's a. Well, when, I, when I went to Hawaii, <laughs> that's the, you're all going to get had, different lays. You different, can trade and pick whichever ones different. you want. They had the woman giving the woman one. They had the woman giving the guys and the guy giving the women. Are you going to have any of that? Or? No, I mean, if you, you, every time, you want me to stand in the front also. in a bathing suit and just be like, hey, here you go, come on in, man. Yeah. That's Kalabunga, what I'm like. Dude. Yeah, come Kalabunga, on, bro. Come on. Shaka. See, I can think of everything I want to be at this convention, and nothing like that is going to be there. Because this isn't sound, a beach, this is a comic convention. But it does convention. sound like, an, like another <laughs> good Theming. time had by all. It's going to be a great time had by all. So, from start... When did you come up with this idea? You said you were doing the branding for about 10 years, but was that... Secretly, I didn't even think oh. about it. Yeah, it came up as so like... At I what just... point were you like, 
I'm going to do a convention. It's my time uh, to do a convention. I want to say, this past December, I was, uh... Really? Yeah, yeah that, you know, that, going like, through some rough times, and I'm like, you know what? What do I do best? I love going to comic conventions. I've run comic conventions. <laughs> I'm going to run my own comic show. And I got my yeah. team together, all the people I, you know, love to work with uh, for a past events, and we came together, started putting it down on paper and we're like this is feasible let's put this thing together what are we gonna call it and we're like i don't know it's Ome uh, omega con or like super duper con which went way too long into the planning process actually uh and then we're how like how long was that meeting uh that that meeting lasted we're like super duper con no that's dumb uh we gotta keep it what are we what are we known for it's like well pat always wears the hawaiian shirts and it was my girlfriend actually shout out to Alyssa brown you're the best oh. She came up with the idea. She's like, you wear the Hawaiian shirts. Keep it tropical. Tropicon or something. And they're like, that's it. That's the show. Could have been PatrickCon? Uh, PatCon uh, went a Pat very Con. long time. <laughs> it's been an inside joke for, like, years. We've been having, like, fake PatCon conventions just in the back room of other shows. So, <laughs> so we're going to, we got to do PatCon. And we're like, no, it's... Too specific, you know? What if you don't like Pat? Uh, no, one, <laughs> no one doesn't love Pat. I'm amazing. You can but have, uh, you then you have Tropicon, and that's what we ended up with. You could have had Julius Sweeney pop up. Oh, yeah. To be at your convention. Pat, yeah. Pat, Pat, Pat Benatar. Oh, Pat uh, Patrick Starr. Patrick Stewart. Uh, Patrick Stewart. Uh, and that way only Pat that's allowed. That's it. Uh, Patrick, uh, wait. Neil Patrick Harris. <laughs> <laughs> there. Um, that's that's stretching. That's, that's the stretching it. Patches a hula hand from dodgeball. I'm just gonna say your name. Yeah, what a good dude. <laughs> you can dodge a wrench. You can dodge a ball, but you can't dodge. How amazing Tropicana is gonna be. <laughs> do, you, do you think you're going to? I mean, let's let's be realistic. It's gonna be a small con. You know, we're not talking New York Comic Con numbers here, right? It's a small local con, yeah. Right. Um, do you think that that is your end goal no. to be near Comic Con size and have like a four or five? Day? Oh yeah, That's we're gonna <laughs> keep building, keep growing. Where we plan on expanding even out of state, Tropicon. <laughs> give it fifty years, like San Diego. It's gonna be everywhere. So, are, so then, what kind of? So then, how high on the on the convention ladder are you looking to go? Because, like I said, you can go. You could technically, you can get to that level. But is that something that you want to do, or is it just like, we're going to keep it at a small to mid-small convention, have a good time, and call it a, call it a night? Have you seen Spider-Man Far From Home yet? I have seen Spider-Man Far From Home yet. How yeah, is, you know, the little local hero, he's the friendly neighborhood yeah. Spider-Man, yeah. he's, you know, trying to live up to his predecessor, his Iron Man uh, legacy, cohort's yeah. legacy, yeah. thank you. Uh, and he's like, I just, I want to be the friendly neighborhood guy first before I can, you know, jump in and be the next Iron Man, be the leader of the Avengers, the leader of the pack. And that's how we look at ourselves. We're the friendly neighborhood Tropicon. We're here for your friendly neighborhood fandom communities, your friendly neighborhood comic fans and readers and shops and artists. And that's what we're focusing on here and now is being your friendly neighborhood Tropicon. Eventually, would we like to be Iron Man Con? Yeah. Iron Con. Iron, but Tropicon's gonna we're, gonna... we're rooted in our local communities. And if that community can grow from, you know, a local group to nationwide, worldwide, 
the entire universe will start having conventions on Mars. <laughs> I don't know. Space travel's a thing. I would be disappointed if there's a Tropicon on Mars. Hey, you can. That, you wanted your sand. <laughs> yeah, it's a whole lot of sand. <laughs> I'm just saying. Sand. We we start off your friendly neighborhood con, and wherever we go from there. You bet you guys are going to be coming along the way with me. So. Yeah, well, but I can, I can say that because we are in Long Island, mm -hmm. which is a huge place, by the way. Oh, yeah. It's very long. People in the tri-state area can, uh, can come mm -hmm. to this because it's not just a, such a small thing that it's not worth the travel to come Exactly. To. It is worth to come down and have an experience with mm -hmm. this because I, in my personal opinion, I think it's not just a con. I think you're, you're selling an experience here. Exactly. And we've got artists and vendors from all over the tri-state area. We've got shops from Jersey driving up. We've got artists from Connecticut coming down. And we've got some people from Boston coming down. And there's a convention in Boston that weekend, I think. But people are still coming to us. Because they nice. know that we're building a community. They want to get they laid. They want to be, yeah, they want to get laid. They want to be a part of this community that we're building. And it's only going to keep getting bigger. Are they going to be real lays or are they going to be the fake plastic ones? I don't know. Talk with our market. <laughs> Is it? You want to sponsor and get Hawaiian lays flower. flown in from Hawaii, we'll talk. Well, right now, Party City has a wonderful deal. Uh, so you see, every everything I come up with, you keep on shooting it down, maybe. and yet I still want to go. <laughs> that says a lot, right there, my brother. All right. That's so, thing, man. We have. You were nice enough. Oh yeah. To give away two passes. Two. Yeah, two passes to Long Island Tropicon at the lovely Melville Marriott. To someone in our live studio. There's audience. hundreds of people here, so any one of y'all can be lucky. You can win, you can win, you can win, and even you can win. Alright, so here All right, we go. Let's try. This is such a big barrel I'm pulling from. Yes, let's see. My hand's too big for the jar, so I'm just gonna... <laughs> top <laughs> one. I do the whole thing. <clears throat> Alright, here we go. Number. Number. Five, four, four, five, three, five. Whoa! going right down on the list, buddy. You're coming to Tropicon for See free. That? For free. So for people free. who want wow. free stuff and, and come to places, they should come to a live show at Hofstra. Keep coming to the live shows at Hofstra, guys. To and some to throw good people. And to speak in Hofstra because we love people coming to our live events. The fine folks at Inbeyond Con, which has a convention on August 24th. A nice art show, a couple at, weeks after mine. At Hofstra. We're also going to give away two passes to the Ambion Con. So, because you're here, okay, you get to pick. Oh, don't make me do that. There, we're, I'm not with that show. <laughs> All right, Raphael. They're a couple weeks after me. Like, Raphael, in a couple to, weeks. You get to pick. Sure, I'll pick the winner for two tickets to Ambion Con. To Ambion Con. And the winner is. Winner is. Five four, five, four, five, four, five, three, six. Three, six. Oh! Yeah, like that. And we have a winner over here, and you win Inbeyond Con tickets. tickets to Inbeyond Con. Look at that. See? Two different conventions. Long Island's comic community is growing, and the art community is growing. Get all up in this. Get involved. Come to a local convention today. See, if you guys were here at the live studio audience, you'd be winning too. Yeah, that's right. But you're not. So, <laughs> show up. Although, technically, people listening to this could have been here. They could have been here. That's true. Yeah, there's That's thousands true. of people in this audience. Possible. This is a Hall H level. You know. Yes. Yeah. Um, so, once uh, Tropicon is done, okay. 
Are you ready? Next Tropic Con? You we've been planning. We're already planning for 2020. Wow. So we've, we're, 2019's not even here yet. We're already working on 2020 and even 2021. We've got people, guests lined up for 2020 already. So, again, we're going to keep growing. Surf on by. And you know, will there be surfboards there? No. You see? You want it silver? <laughs> what is with you? <laughs> you? You keep on saying stuff. You're throwing out things, and every time, it's a bad every time wording. Let, let me see. Phrasing, okay? Let me, oh. let me let me let me try to think of something that will be there. Um, well, you have mermaids there. Yes, we have mermaids coming. Finally, yeah, we've got mermaids. We have a mermaids. panel being run by a couple local uh, mermaids. Will there be mermen? Uh, I don't. I don't. You know, <laughs> maybe. I'm, I don't. Uh, I don't discriminate against certain mer people. All mer people are equal. Yeah. Equal pay for all mers. Um, but yeah, they're gonna have a panel about how to mermaid. We're gonna have tables and a mermaid story time run by the Suffolk County. Uh, will, will there be a black Ariel there? Oh my god, controversy. I don't know. Maybe. I just got that reference. I forgot to make it. I didn't like the Aladdin movie, or and I don't care about the Lion King one either. So maybe. Yeah, Maybe it, a little mermaid. Hey, Mulan, movie. Mulan looks, looks great. great, doesn't it? It's a kung fu movie. Exactly. I want Eddie Murphy back, but other than that, I'm good with any kung fu movie. All right, so now. <laughs> you have another question for. All right, we're good. All right. We're good. Tropicon so, is good. You guys need to make sure to make it out there because this thing sounds like it's going to be fantastic. It's going to be a blast. You want to come buy some comics, hang out, talk to your friends about nerdy stuff. Come on by Pop Culture Paradise. You reasonably gotta... priced, reasonably priced. Yeah, it's very family cool. rent. Bring your kids. Bring your kids. Yeah. Um, that's oh, that's that's a good question. Yeah. One of the things that uh, are, are problems with the bigger convention mm -hmm. is that because it's so crowded, mm -hmm. if you bring your kids mm -hmm. with the strollers and everything, you can't function oh, yeah. in this place. Do you have it set up that you have a yeah. cutoff? To how many people are allowed in the building? We do have a cutoff. I'm not telling you what it is. Uh, <laughs> but even people. even if it's we exceed that, it doesn't matter. The venue's so spacious and luxurious. It's a nice resort. You can have plenty of space. Well, that's cool. So that means yeah, that, if you're bringing kids you, and you got the the, car, the carriages, yeah. you can go through the place and not worry about. That's a, that, I mean, that is an important thing. Yeah. Crowd control, uh, fl traffic flow. Those are things that, yeah. that that you would think about. I've been to cons where I'm walking. Uh, I maybe. Average two feet every three hours. I understand. Yeah, lines lines suck, man. Yeah, but it's uh, it'll be good. There's plenty of space. Everyone's gonna have a good time. Do you have a section for cosplays to take pictures? Because that's another thing that oh, we yeah, always talk about uh -huh. about when there are cosplayers in their elaborate, mm -hmm. sometimes super elaborate costumes. Yeah, it's plenty of space. And they walk in and then they stop in the middle of the aisle. That cosplayers, <laughs> I love you all. Stop stopping in the aisles. Yeah. So you have. A I'm a large man. I plow through crowds very quickly, like a train. I don't want to knock anyone over. So you have a separate section for pictures and all yeah, that stuff. So the side. It's a very big area. We have this, especially in the artist alley. There's, it's like a big, not an, almost like an oval. Is a but big. You have a, an area, a dedicated space. Yeah. So we plenty. We've got a. Uh, you see, that's important. Yeah. Those are things you should mention. Yeah. Those are the little details sometimes. And cosplayers do are... look for this stuff because oh, they, yeah. they want to know if yeah. you can get oh, somewhere yeah. and take pictures. Of course. Of course. And everyone's going to want to because mm -hmm. our cosplay contest is going to be so tantalizing. You're not, not going to want to show up in cosplay. You're going to have guys, you know, throwing on a cardboard box and saying they're Iron Man. They're just. They're, they're, Box in this prime. Egg box in this prime. I've seen box in this prime. Yeah, box in this prime is quality. Oh, there's one dude 
at uh, New York Comic Con, he dressed as a uh, Metal Gear. He put oh, yeah. he, he box, had the cardboard yeah. box. He's just walking around. Yeah, just this Metal Gear written in Sharpie. Yeah, yeah spelled like, incorrectly on his chest. Like what the hell? But so oh, do you have a place for people to take a breather? Do you have oh, a place yes. like it's, like quiet areas? Do you have a place for people to sit? It is a hotel. There's a well, lounge area. There's there are, a bar. You're there good. are good hotels. And then like, we're, we're a classy hotel, okay? We have classy, classy places for classy people to sit. Is that is that something else that you look into, like the the venue? Because yeah. like 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 you said, you know a lot of behind the scenes stuff, and we have done a lot of stuff. So that yeah. in a, that in, in and of itself is something else important for mm-hmm. people to just take a break, for people to just sit down. Oh my god! And, yes. and it's important to work with the venue to plan this stuff out. I'm there once a week, talking over with the coordinators there as well. Uh, with my team to lay out where everyone's going to go, traffic flow, who's going where, where we're doing the panels, where the artists are going, where the vendors are going, where well, these guys got to be over here because they need more power than this guy for their, you know, run their stuff. And we're just we're mapping everything out. It's going to be great. It's, a, it's an unsung uh, a benefit. Oh, yeah. Knowing all the behind the scenes things because there's so much stuff that goes into a convention that, uh-huh. that people don't even think about. So, I had a good mentor. He taught me the ropes for years in regards to how to run a big event. And uh, I've worked comic shows. I've worked with San Diego Comic Con and New York Comic Con behind the scenes a little bit here and there growing up. And you, you pick this stuff up along the way. So, what, what would be the biggest challenge that most people wouldn't even consider? As a challenge when you're putting together a show. Jeez. Oh, my God. Um, well, why? Uh, if you think, I, I, it's the venue. It's got to be that you have to find a good venue that's willing to work with you. Otherwise, it's going to be a, a disaster. Because but, you can, you're going to try and cram stuff that, in places where they're not going to fit. And, yeah. I can, I can actually give you a, a little story from Lance Festerman, okay. who is the head of New York Comic Con. Oh, yeah? Um, when it was just getting started, right. he said that the Javits, he had on our yeah. show, he was like, the Javits was not cooperating. They only gave him whatever day that they had available. Oh, yeah. And there was one year that they had it during Passover, and it was a mm-hmm. big controversy. And I was like, right. why the hell did you have it? He's like, it was either that or nothing. Because at that point in time, yeah. they said that there's no money in comics. Wow. So yeah. they, the 90s were a bad time, and, man. And then. Another thing is that one year, uh, he also told us that when he showed up, the Javits was under construction, and they didn't tell them that they were going to be in construction. Oh, God, so when they there got the there, they're like, why is rough. half of the thing blocked off? Why I was is there that so, year. Yeah, that, yeah. Was, that was rough. He didn't, he didn't even know until he got there. So, they had to move artists out later. Remember that? That was yeah. a pain. So picking a venue is a good... Yeah. So how did you decide... I went to every hotel venue on Long Island that either A, didn't already have a show involved, or B, doesn't have a big enough show involved, and uh, talked it over with a bunch of different people. And honestly, I ended up picking this place because it's got the space. It's centrally located. Route 110 is like, if you're from Suffolk, you might get out. If you're from Nassau, you'll make it out. You can take the LIE right from the city, you'll make it out. The train... You'll make it out. It's a stop five minutes away. It's a perfectly centrally located venue. And honestly, it fits the theme in good because I really like the big glass ceiling and all the plants everywhere. It helps. It kind of looks tropical. It, it feels tropical for Tropicon. And that is where you get your feeling of, oh, I feel like I'm on a beach that you're looking for. So until we eventually make it to Mars, that's the closest you're going to get for sand. Would you be giving out little buckets with the with the shovel in it? Oh, oh that would be a really good idea for like a goodie bag. 
That's not a no. I see. I see. <laughs> it's not real, a yes, but it might not be a no. Turning. It's it, and finally, I think I got something. Remember, I said I'm planning for 2020. All so right. that's, yeah, that's not a bad idea. Tropicon little bug. Yeah, a little bug with a little logo cool. on it. Tropicon. Uh, no, but then you get the kids who put it over their head and they run into walls. <laughs> how, how do you know they're going to run into walls? <laughs> I've seen kids. Is that what do, kids do? Yeah, kids do. I mean, that's what I would have done. Hey, I would have put it I was over my head not and the brightest. into furbishment. <laughs> yeah, I was not the brightest child. You know <laughs> Alright, we have less than five minutes to go. Okay. So, final thought time. So, Raphael, since you are to the end of our little panel, do you have any final thoughts? I think that this sounds like it's going to be a pretty good show. It sounds like you've actually thought everything through. Um, I guess my only other question is, besides the... You know, because you have to say you have Wizards of the Coast, and they're going to mm -hmm. be—are they going to be doing anything else, like with their um, D and D um, aspects of things? We're working on D and D stuff right now, actually. Anyway. All right, but uh, if we're probably going to have something on the side. Uh, if not next year, it's always next yeah. year. But they—they've been Wizards has been very generous with their magic stuff. They've been sending us promos and signage and stuff like that. That's pretty good. Yeah, yeah, they've been very helpful. So you got your D and D guys, and your Wizards of the Coast guys, and you, <laughs> you guys out there who are looking for that special card. Oh yeah, they're going to have special cards. Oh yeah, day. we've got—we have our stuff out there. Yeah, we got magic vendors too. We're not just comics. We got it's gonna be great. Might be a little teaser for other events that we're running coming up. Ooh. So yeah, mm. we're not just comics. So Patrick, yeah, do you have a final thought for us? Come to Tropicon. <laughs> I can't say it enough. Please. We're, I know it's, it's it's trying times, but you like comics and New York Comic Con's not for months. There's it's a dry spell unless you're going to San Diego, which. Your friendly neighborhood Tropicon's gonna be going far from home next week. We're gonna be, oh, far, yeah, that was the name of the yeah. Spider-Man movie. Yeah, don't, yeah exactly. And uh, <laughs> we're gonna be, our street team's gonna be at San Diego promoting and trying to get artists and guests for next year. So nice. follow us on social media at Li Tropicon and uh, buy tickets along uh, Li Tropicon .com. And uh, buy tickets, buy yeah. tickets for your friends. Buy your Hawaiian shirts if you're not going to cosplay. Uh, it'll be a good time, guys. Oh, well, that, that's part of the contest. If you, you get extra points if you have a Hawaiian theme. Ooh, yes. I'm declaring this now. If you come with like a, a beach-themed cosplay, you know, Spider-Man with, you know, floaties. And a little ducky, uh, rubber ducky or something. All right, that's it. I'm coming Spider versus Bass, man. I'm coming with my Magnum P.I. cosplay. Oh, right. I, I, I dress like Magnum P.I. every day. I always cosplay as him. I feel validated now. <laughs> Hawaiian <laughs> Hopper from idea. Season 3 of Stranger Things, guys. Let's go. So my final thought is this. I met you last year. I've, a little, a little, I've, I've a known over. you for a couple years now. Well, was it? No. Yeah. Was it I was on your show for the first time last year, but we met at least, I think, back at Eternal Con a while ago. That's probably true. Yeah. So I, it happens. Yeah. <laughs> probably true. But I remember you. The most from last from, year. From uh, when you did it was a live show. We first became friends last year. Yeah. yeah very true. Um, last year's live show. I wish you continued success. And Thank because, you very much. And because, in my personal opinion, like I said, because you know all mm -hmm. this stuff, I think... It sounds like it's a really good event. Yes. A family mm -hmm. fun, friendly yeah. event. It's a one-day show that has a nice theme, and I think um, it's a good time it will be had by all. And the tickets are not uh, exorbitant. Yeah, it's nice and cheap, actually. It's, it's nice and cheap, and yeah. it has has what I have. It has food. It has free parking. It's that's got food and free, par free parking. That's what that's exactly. What Always push the free parking. So that about does it for this week on I Came From The Radio. Join us right here and every week on this radio station. If you miss any part of the show, go to our website, www.itcamefromtheradio.com. Our archives will be up in a week or so. Uh, check us out on places such as uh, YouTube, Instagram. We have a Facebook page. We do a Facebook uh, live show every week at uh, 3 o'clock. Um, also, I want to mention that next month, 
on the August 14th at 7 p.m. at Hofstra, the Joseph Shapiro Family Hall building. We're going to have cosplayer Rizuki. She'll be here and she'll be giving away most likely some prints or some stuff. She'll be giving away some stuff, so make sure you guys check that out. Or you can check out places on Pocket Cast, Overcast, iHeartRadio, Google Play, iTunes, Breaker, Google Podcasts, Radio Public, Spotify, Podbean, Player FM, Soundcast, Acast, Castbox, TuneIn, Stitcher, Podmust, Luminary, Tropicon. Or Tropicon. <laughs> so we'll see you uh, next. Oh, it didn't work. We'll see you. Ah! It's not working. See you next week. You've been listening to It Came From The Radio with Mark Torres. The views of the show's hosts and guests did not necessarily reflect that of the management, owners, or staff of the station. We now return you to your earthly scheduled broadcast. <laughs> <laughs>